Welcome back to Science Fiction. My name is Salim Sutterwala, and as always, I'm joined by my friend, Carlos. Carl, Carl, how's it going? Uh, good evening, and uh, how's it going over there? I've been uh, a little busy with work, and I've cleaned up a few things. I don't know. It's been a while. It's been a couple weeks, so maybe some things look different uh, yeah. in the background, but maybe not. <laughs> it's still chaos back uh, there. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, they're pretty good. Not too bad. Just uh, kind of been busy with work and just kind of been going in and out of the city a lot but yeah things are going well man just oh you've been in my neighborhood busy overall um i don't know i so my uh my girlfriend um lives in bronzeville okay is that near you okay it's near enough south side right so um yeah i've been there often on um yeah been uh keeping busy overall uh yeah they're they're nothing too they're they're just like the bulls are annoying and dumb (laughs) I've been enjoying mostly the NBA playoffs, if anything. There you go. Uh, yeah. I barely, um, made it. I haven't paid any attention to sports whatsoever. I, I do know the Bulls almost made it, and um, I know the playoffs are a thing that are happening, but I don't know who's the good teams. I saw that the Bucks lost, right? That they're not in the playoffs the, anymore, right? The Heat, the Heat beat them. My guy Jimmy Butler, um, beat. Uh, he beat the Bucks and upset them in the round one. Yeah, so that was uh, that was and good. They fired, their, they fired their coach. I like literally read that five minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. So I saw that. Yeah, they said they fired uh, Budenholzer today. Um, just like an hour ago, I think it was announced, or two hours ago, uh, it was announced that they uh, they were moving on from him. So yeah, it's kind of. Uh, Kind of surprising to people. Some people not so much, but others it was kind of surprising just because he had his um 
his brother had like passed away during the playoffs. Like he died in a car crash accident. For a coach. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I mean, maybe that was what like because like there was a lot of criticism on his coaching, um, and like you know some stuff that he messed up on, like adjustments and things like that. Uh, but it could have been maybe due to his brother dying. Like maybe his head was just wasn't in the game, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of uh, rough to see that happen. But I mean, it's two years in a row now. The Bucks have kind of had a upsetting uh, postseason. So who knows? Uh, yeah. But yeah, I know we have a pretty good show, but there's a couple of things I think you wanted to mention before we get into our kind of origami of uh conversation about the uh different uh that was the the uh, what was it got a, a cinema con yeah um, yeah today we don't really have much of a like a main topic today because there's so much stuff that came out of cinema con uh which was a week or two ago i'm not even sure anymore i think it's about two weeks ago or, or or something like that um a lot of news not just about sci-fi things but uh we are gonna cover some of the more notable side of sci-fi stuff and some trailers have come out since then um but also one of the things that happened since then uh there was a lot of spider-man news uh in particular all of the Spider-Man movies are on Disney Plus or going to be on Disney Plus very soon, including all of the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans, all of the Andrew Garfield Spider-Mans, and all of the Tom Holland Spider-Mans, as well as Venom, the Venom movie. At least I only saw the one Venom. There was, I'm not sure if they put Venom 2 in there or Morbius because I didn't get the full list, but um, I know some of them are already on Disney Plus and some are coming later on this mm-hmm. month. And I was wondering how you felt about that. Yeah, that was interesting. I was kind of confused why they weren't adding all the Tom Holland ones yet, or and I mean, and the second Andrew Garfield one either, they weren't adding. Mm-hmm. Um, like they were just adding Homecoming, which is coming out, I think, on the 12th of May. Um Obviously, they added all the Tony McGuire ones, and I was kind of interesting that they only added the first Andrew Garfield one, and they don't, at least I haven't seen them planning on adding the other one. So that was uh, that was an interesting uh, tidbit there that confusing and why wouldn't they just add them all? Like, why would only do these? Because well, <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> Well, I mean, the third Tobey <laughs> Maguire one wasn't good either. So, I mean, it's better than the second Andrew Garfield one. Um, relative, it's relative. <laughs> it's still not a good movie, um, but it's on there. And I mean, Disney Plus has a bunch of movies that are not good in general. It's just, it's regardless, like I'm just joking. Just but I will weird. defend. I was just joking, but I will defend the first part of Spider-Man Three. Like the first half of the movie is still in line with spider-man one and spider-man two as far as the pacing ah. the characterization and stuff it's once he goes all emo and then the whole Topher grace venom stuff when that pops off then the movie yeah. takes a, a downward turn but the first half of the movie is still really good yeah and that i guess i mean that that ruins the entirety of it for me because it's like you were you had something going and like i can argue the same way about the 
the second to uh, Andrew Garfield's Sp uh, Spider-Man. Like they had good things going, but then they try to shoehorn the stupid Sinister Six as the movie goes on, like to try to make a Sinister Six movie. Sinister Six movie. Like if they had just done Electro, I think they probably would have done a pretty good job. Like and and not worried about trying to get the Green Goblin forced into the storyline. So that way they can start, you know, and then, you know, including the Sinister Six because they wanted to do that stupid Sinister Six movie, which they're still obviously gunning for because that's why they're doing all these st other stupid movies. But yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's interesting, you know, it's interesting that they, they've added those on. It's um, hoping they add the other two Tom Holland movies at least. Uh, that would be nice to have both of them on there as well. So, did, so if, I'm assuming you know the full list. Are they not adding Venom two or Morbius? Uh, I don't know. I haven't. I haven't looked into that entirely. Um, I'm not sure what the reasoning for that is. I think didn't they also release some Venom three news? Um, I, I don't. I don't know, know if that was part of. I don't know if, or maybe it was a rumor that, I think it was a rumor that there was going to be at CinemaCon, uh, Venom 3 news and then Spider-Man news, but then there wasn't. Um, so maybe that's what I had thought of. Um, I don't know, there's been a bunch of rumors in general. I don't know if you, not to get away from the Spider-Man stuff, but like the, you know, we, we talked about the fantastic forecasting for Adam Driver, but there's like more rumors popping up now. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah, that's what um, I wanted to ask you, Mar your thoughts on this uh, Margot Robbie rumor yeah. that well, she only that, offered this well, ro role for... Correct. Not, not, not only that, uh, the Margot Robbie was offered that, but uh, Paul Mescal was rumored to be offered uh, Johnny Storm. Um, and... That is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's... I mean, I, I looked him up. It's... I don't think he's a large character uh, actor. I, that these I haven't heard of. What he might be on, and then Antonio Bandera is supposedly rumored to be Galactus. Yeah, I heard about that too. Uh, that was like the okay, far fetched one, uh, but still, like, yeah, obviously, so, but like the first okay, two, the first two are or whatever, but yeah, well, the first two are like more by the same person that the, the Daniel Rickman, the industry insider who. Uh, released the uh, Adam Driver news. The first two with Rob Margot Robbie and Paul Mescal were by him. So he's like more of the insider as far as knowing, hey, it could be legit. Um, but it makes sense that they would announce it now, like because they're two years away from the movie releasing. So they well, it's not an announcement. That's a leak. No, no, no. I'm saying it makes sense that they would. It would be done now. Like the casting would be it. This is be it yeah. because mm -hmm. um, they're gonna start sh shooting the movie soon. So they would have to have that ready now. It'll be interesting what the last you know member of the Fantastic Four will be uh, uh, leaked as sooner than later. And we don't know. Obviously, mm -hmm. these are for sure the people, but it. I mean, we're getting closer, and more than likely, these could be who they go with. Like I like the Margot Robbie pick. I think she's a really good, great actor. Um, like I took from the from the beginning, I've said I thought she was like the one thing in the Zack Snyder verse where her her portrayal of Harley Quinn was 
amazing. Like, it was really good. Um, from the, like, that's like, it. Not Gal Gadot? No, no, not that. No, not just Zack Snyder. Zander, I should say, uh, from Suicide Squad. That's what I meant. Okay, I was like, Suicide Squad. Like, she was the, <laughs> she was she was the only one in Suicide Squad. I should absolutely that uh, was good. Um, obviously, I like Henry Cavill. I liked I liked the individual actors to a degree. I just didn't like the direction of obviously Zack Snyder and how he, uh, which I've said countless times. But yeah. Um, yeah, that should be interesting as far as what happens with all those rumors and, and so forth. Um, but yeah, let's get into our show, though. Um, we, like I said, we have a bunch of different topics that we're going to be talking about. Uh, the first one being James Gunn's Superman movie hasn't erased the Tanashi uh, coats and J. What? How do you pronounce it? Tanahasi coats. Tanahasi coats and J.J. Abrams uh, one that they've been in worse for since back in 2021. Um, like the script supposedly has been done by the end of end of 2021. They're just not sure if it is finished or sitting there. Like, uh, oh, so, sorry. So it's supposed to be finished by the end of 21, 2021, but we're not sure if they're people aren't sure if it actually is finished or if it's kind of just been on the um, someone's desk like, collecting dust. Uh, but it's supposed to be like set in the 1900s with a black Superman. And I guess it, James Gunn was talking about how that, if the movie comes out and happens, it's not going to be like, like it's not going to be like scrapped or anything. It's just going to be placed in the same type of its own universe, like the way Matt Reeves and the Joker, it's in a separate universe compared to what James Gunn is doing with his main DCEU universe. Right. And then, and also that James Gunn is, although the movie suggests is like rumored to be set in the 1900s is a possibility that James Gunn actually wants it to be more in a modern uh, setting as, as opposed to a more of a period piece. It could be either, or uh, we, again, it's not official announcement of any kind, but is this more of uh James Gunn's Superman movie is going forward with, you know, as is as a previously announced, but they could still do a, a second separate Superman uh, featuring a black Superman, which, uh, by the way, there are multiple black Superman. So before uh, anyone starts furiously typing in comics, how could they during Jim? Why would they do that? There's going multiple. To, yeah, people are going to do that anyway. <laughs> there are multiple ones. There's one that's kind of based off of Barack Obama, or at least kind of honoring him. His name was because uh, Kal-El is Superman. You know, Clark Kent's name is his Kryptonian name. And then there's an alternate black Superman called Kal-El as one word, not two, or one name, and also goes by Calvin Ellis, Kal-El, Calvin Ellis, and he is the Superman of his Earth, alternate Earth, not the same one that everyone's Clark Kent comes from, and he's also the president of the United States on that planet, so that's why it's basically just, you know, and he was in, created by Grant Morrison in 2009, so Barack Obama elected 2008, you know, it just basically kind of honoring obama uh for that 
in particular, but that's the Calvinellis version. And then there's the Val Zod version of uh, Superman. It's also black ghost comes from another universe as well. Uh, I would imagine if they were to adapt a black Superman and make him an Elseworlds character, uh, that they would go with the Val Zod version just because you don't necessarily want to put the the Barack Obama one um, on screen. But uh, we don't really know what version of Superman that they're planning on using. They may even use a whole new one. Uh, they might call him Clark Kent. We, we don't we don't know any of that uh, information. It's just still kind of uh, stuff floating out there. Um, but I would, you know, I'd like to see what they would like to do. Of course, like we just said, people would hate it, uh, anyway, for reasons, but, um, you know, just, it doesn't have to be for everyone. So this would be a movie I would check out if if it looked good. I wouldn't just watch it just to be watching it, but Tennessee Coates is an excellent writer. Uh, he's written, you know, multiple books and on top of that, he's been a writer for black Panther, uh, in the comic books, and he also, I think he did advise on the actual Black Panther movie as well. I think he was involved in that as well. So um, if he did write a script and they do go forward with it, I'd expect it to be a well-written, really good-looking movie. Um, so, yeah, I, I hope it happens. It probably won't happen anytime soon, but I hope it does. I mean, I'll watch it regardless. I watched freaking Morbius, so... <laughs> even if it looks terrible, I'll watch it because it's comic book related. So I'll, I'll watch anything comic book related. But I'm sure, like you said, he's a really good writer, and uh, more than likely, it'll be a good project if it uh, for when it does come out um, or whenever speaking, they start making it. Even speaking of Morbius, did you see that Morbius had a higher gross, like box office receipts, uh, gross receipts? than shazam fury of the gods uh no but i'm not surprised just because i know shazam did pretty poorly um in the box office i think dc is just kind of taking its hits right now the last of the the zack snyder stuff kind of going through it uh I, i think they're just kind of you know like i said i I just think it's partly due because it's kind of like, well, what's the point of watching these movies if they don't have anything to do with anything going forward? I think that's what people's whole attitude probably is as well as, yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, well, that doesn't come There was, a, there was nothing exciting at all about Shazam Fury of the Gods from, from concept to trailers to actually watching the movie. I mean, it was, it was a fine bad. movie. It I enjoyed yeah, it. It wasn't bad. It just wasn't it. exciting. No, for sure. But like I said, I think I think if maybe like Sorry. if there was a we knew the character was continuing for sure, or we knew there was more to it to the story, and that could have ramifications for other movies. I think maybe people would be more interested and maybe pique their interest more so. But because maybe it's like a mixture, where it's like, well, they didn't really stick out to people but then it's also like well what's the point do i really need to watch this maybe i'll just wait till it comes on in on on uh on demand or on uh, dvd and i'll watch it then you know it's kind of like one of those things it's like do i really need to go to the theater to watch this eh, probably not um so it's probably probably a mix of that um 
But we'll see. Uh, I don't know. Did you have any final thoughts on the uh, Superman? Now I'll uh, go ahead and move on to the next topic. Uh, We're going to talk about some Transformers stuff. Um, So there's going to be Paramount is making a a Transformers animated movie. And it's going to have all of these beautiful faces. Well, not faces, their voices uh, in this animated movie. Chris Hemsworth, Scarlett Johansson, Lawrence Fishburne, like all of, you know, that's a lot of people. Uh, these are this big star power. Uh, Brian Tyree Henry, John Hamm, and uh, Michael Keegan Michael Key. Uh, you know, he's I believe Keegan Michael Key is going to be Bumblebee. Um, Chris Hemsworth is going to be Optimus Prime, and uh, let's see, Megatron will be Brian Tyree Henry. So that's going to be pretty crazy. Um, as far as the, the, the cast goes, um, yeah, is this movie's not going to come out this year or anything like that. So it's just kind of an announcement. It's actually scheduled for released July 19th, 2024. So next summer, um, we'll be yeah. hearing the voices of all of these, uh, lovely actors and actresses. Uh, how do you feel about this? Yeah, I mean... It's its own thing because, like, the film was going to be about how a young Optimus Prime uh, and Megatron went from being like brothers in arms to swore enemies, essentially. So, um, yeah, I mean, it will be fun to see how, uh, how it about what they do with it. Um, obviously, it's animated versus the live action stuff, and maybe it'll be better. I don't know, hard to tell. But uh, it'd be interesting, sure. Yeah, that'll um, depend on the animation style. You want to move on sure. to the next? No, for sure. It, it, it does depend on the animation style. Um, hopefully, it's not too, uh, nothing too weird. Um, any final thoughts there? Um, just a reminder that there is a live action Transformers movie coming out next month. So we'll be right, watching right. that pretty soon. Right. Um, next one we have, there's a trailer that was released for Twisted Metal. Um, we'll go ahead and play that really quick before we give our thoughts on it. Ladies and gentlemen, start your engines. That was a trailer. Um, I saw this last week. I thought it was like a week ago. I think they had launched it. Um, I don't really have much thoughts on it, to be honest. I'm. I have. I think it's based, is it based off a game? Yes, it is. I was going to ask you: Have you ever played any Twisted Metal games? No, I have never played any Twisted Metal games ever. <laughs> All right. So, uh, just a quick 
Twisted Metal history. I've never played like fully played any, but I've played with friends um Twisted Metal Black, which is probably the most popular popular of the Twisted Metal games. I think it's the third one. I could be wrong about that. Um I only played like competitively with friends for like a couple of days, a couple of matches and that's about it. Uh but the whole idea is it's basically combat with cars. Uh the cars have guns and lasers and and saws and rockets and what have you and the whole objective is you know basically deathmatch you kill everyone else and you you you're the victor right uh that's how you play the game there are story things in the game um there's lots of different characters that you can choose from um one of those when the most popular well-known recognizable character that you saw right there at the end of the teaser with the clown uh the big dude his name is sweet tooth and sweet tooth like i said he's he's basically a serial killer um but he is uh probably the most recognizable and uh, popular character coming out of that so anthony mackie uh who we all know very well uh is going to be our lead character i don't know if he's playing a directly a character from the series or something uh, from the games or if he's just playing something unique for the series because uh, i'm not 100 percent familiar with the the actual games themselves but um one thing about it because they haven't there, there hasn't been many twisted metal games uh over the last couple of years i think twisted metal black came out in the early 2000s and then there might have been one other game that come out since then and it wasn't all that popular um but like just the visuals of the trailer is, is either suggesting one of two things that it's a, a period piece where it's taking place back in those early 2000s or late 90s um just basing that off of the the car as well as like you know they're using cds uh the cd player like itself in the car is like very old like no one has that anymore so it's either set set in that time period or it's set in a you know maybe modern or future time period but the car itself is just a really old car um, and they have CDs. So I'm thinking it's more of a time, like a, a period piece sort of thing uh, set back 20 years ago. Uh, that's my big guess. But um, it's going to be on Peacock. And I don't have a Peacock subscription. I have no idea what they even have on Peacock that's worth watching. Because um, for, for what it's worth, I like I would watch this just personally um, if I had Peacock. But I don't. So this is one of those... I'll buy it uh, a subscription after the show is finished. So that way I could just watch it all at once and then cancel my subscription. Cause I'm not interested in anything else unless I find, find out they have a bunch of good stuff on Peacock. Cause I have absolutely no idea. I've never looked at into Peacock whatsoever. You know, I, anything I, I on Peacock, any shows or... had Peacock. Gee, I had a one. Actually, I I've had it. I've had it one. I mean, so it's AB, it's NBC's thing. So um, I had it a, for a month free prescription because I uh, wanted to watch, um, rewatch like The Office and uh, Parks and Recs. And then I had a friend that ended up downloading those shows, so I watched um, that on his um, off his drive or whatever that he has, but. Yeah, it's just basically NBC's thing. Uh, they have their own, uh, but just all the NBC-related shows that have ever been released for the most part. 
Um, I don't know if I don't know what no if they have any other notable like Peacock made series that you know people are like oh I have you have to check this out it's on Peacock right and yeah I, I I've heard know. anyone talking about Peacock yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so I don't know if that regards it's like relevant um, I think their biggest draw right now probably is like people that want to obsessively watch The Office over and over again it's probably their it's probably their biggest draw right now I think. Um, outside of that, I can't think of anything uh, else that I would care to watch Peacock. Um, and I don't think I, unless like my friend downloads the movie, which he probably will, I I won't, I will not be watching this more than likely. Um, yeah, that's all the thoughts I have. Uh, I don't know if you have anything else. I think it's actually a show, not a movie. So it should oh, be. Oh, it's a show. Series. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like I said, unless my friend downloads it. Which I mean, I probably could ask him to if he wanted. Um, he does. He generally doesn't care, and it would be easy easy to download because it's a streaming service. Uh, those kind of shows tend to get ripped pretty quick uh, when they're on like a streaming service. So uh, we'll see. Um, but yeah, so the next t- uh, little uh, update we have is uh, Craven the Hunter gets an R rating, and there was footage shown at CinemaCon. Uh, Queen the Deadline. Um, it was like a short trailer, I guess, showing a pretty graphic uh, scene of um, of Craven, like I guess, like biting someone's face off. I think he, yeah, uh, he's doing just a nose. bunch of yeah, nose or something, and just doing a bunch of uh, really violent things. Um, and I, I guess he had. Uh, Introduce it then and then what's his name again? Adam. Um did I lose me. Oh. Did you lose me? Um we lost video. I can hear you though. Hmm. I don't know what's going on. Well, I can hear you, so keep you can keep talking. Oh, okay. Well, I'm back, it looks like. Um yeah, so he had uh, mentioned like how yeah it's gonna be rated R and introduced or whatever. Um, yeah, I mean I don't know if that changes much for me. Uh, I'm still just because it's rated R doesn't necessarily you know sell me more on it. Um, I'm just I'm so I'm so jaded by a lot of the stuff Sony's been releasing with these uh, terrible Spider-Man villain movies. Um, like Spider- not to, the Spider-Man villains aren't terrible. It's just like the product that they've done with the movies has been terrible. Uh, so I'm not. I don't really have like still much expectations on it. Uh, what about you? Did you get excited about the rated R or anything? I'm um, excited. No, but it's still. I'll acknowledge that it's a step in the right direction um, because weirdly, not having Venom be rated R. And and Carn the Carnage movie not be rated mm-hmm. R, and uh, <clears throat> Morbius like we're literally talking about the the, the most bloodthirsty, savage, uh, you know, murderous, uh, violent characters out of the Spider-Man's mythos, and we have mm-hmm. PG thirteen movies and Craven isn't I mean he's I wouldn't like say the comic book one comic book version of craven is like ultra violent 
Um, so uh, this is actually more, feels like more of an exaggeration on his character. Sure, he's like he's he can fight and he takes out animals and you know, you know, knives and spears and all that stuff. But uh, for me, that character isn't the same as like Carnage. So this would have been better for Carnage for sure. Um, that said, it's still a step in the right direction. It's just now I feel like Craven biting someone's nose off their face or whatever is a little over the top. So that scene better be really right. funny because if it's like super serious, it's kind of like, okay, now this doesn't feel like this character uh, at all. Um, but with that can say that for all of these Spider-Man movies that don't have Spider-Man in it. So that's mm-hmm. still going to be the biggest disappointment of, of, of everything is how you're going to keep making Spider-Man related characters without Spider-Man. Um, that said, we don't really know unless you were there um, what this trailer looked like. It's not out yet. Um, it does look like, at least according to this article, that they're trying to release it this year, uh, maybe around October, like when Venom came out before. Um, so we'll see. Um, Jerry's going to be out until we get a, a look at this thing. But um, excited for this movie? No. Nah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens with it. Um, I'm not. I'll watch it because again, comic book movie, and I like watching comic book movies, regardless of if I'm gonna like it or not. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll find out. Um, so the next fast flick or not fast flick? Uh, so use the same fast. Flick we're we're all we're all fast flicks today. <laughs> Yeah, I'll I'll fast forward today. Uh, the next one is about Samuel L. Jackson. I know we've kind of talked about his potential role going forward in the MCU, um, and it kind of sounding like he might not be done. Uh, at least according to some quotes we've seen heard from him, like him personally, uh, not you know saying I'm done with this role. Um, so like there is uh, obviously in the show like that's coming up, you know, Secret of Asians, it starts in June. There's something about him, him saying one last fight, which makes it sound like, oh, this is it for Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury. But there are some quotes from him where he's saying, like, I love playing him and I love the fact that they're opening up to all these other possibilities and this whole life that he has. So hopefully I'm not done. And in this new phase of MCU, I'll still be floating in and out of these somehow, <clears throat> some way. Um, and then all these things are part of Nick Fury's, uh, art of a Nick Fury that's in, invulnerable. Uh, here you have a guy who's showing his face and showing up his age. It's an opportunity to humanize someone that everybody thinks is superhuman. Um, so... You know, and he said again, I had I had figured out some stuff and work on some new things, which I've been trying to do for a while. It's great to have an opportunity to find out who he was and delve into how much of a toll his job actually takes on his personal life. So, sound like you know he's not done with this character. Like he, there's more he could do with this character that he wants to do more with this character. Um, and obviously, this doesn't confirm anything because we don't know what MCU. Uh, wants to go do going forward, but at least to me, this gives. I like because I like Samuel Jackson and I like Nick Fury. I would I, I would like to see the character come back. Like, what do you take from this when l- looking at these little quotes and and just uh, in general, like 
the thoughts uh, that he gave? Um, I think we also previously discussed that pretty much Samuel L. Jackson is down to do any role as long as he gets paid. And yeah, as, long as, as long as he continues to take a paycheck, he loves these roles, right? Um, yeah. Don't get me wrong. This is one of the more defining roles of his career. Like people will remember him playing Nick Fury for such a long time and uh, doing a, a great job of it. Like he's had a long career and uh, full of many great uh, roles um, throughout the years. Like I'll always remember him in um, uh, coming to America, even though it was like a super small role, uh, but he was the guy sticking up the uh, McDowell's. Uh, but still, uh, he is it's also like, I'm glad they part, pointed it out in this uh, article. He's actually the longest tenured actor in the MCU, c- considering that he was in the first Iron Man movie, the first MCU mm-hmm. movie, and Robert Downey Jr. is gone. And um, uh, Happy Hogan's not probably not going to show up ever again. And we don't have anyone else from that movie other than him that's uh, still in the mcu so he's actually the longest tenured mcu uh character slash actor um but yeah like he he's not going anywhere it's just whether or not um how how involved they want nick fury to be in the future because we are already speculating he'll be in uh secret wars because probably everyone will be um but how will they use him there will they end him there uh, will they continue him on in some other capacity? How we don't even know how uh, Secret Invasion is going to end, but we do know that in the very least he'll be in the Marvels later on this year. So, uh, if that's canonically, maybe canonically taking place before the Marvels, um, we will have to figure that out as well. But, uh, in the very least, we have him at least two more times this year, and then uh, we'll see going forward. But I, I definitely I, I enjoy him in the role. It's literally one of the hardest things to do is imagine someone else in that role because of uh, the Ultimates version of Nick Fury literally Mm -hmm. taking Samuel L. Jackson's uh, likeness and putting it in the comic, and that's the reason why he became Nick Fury in the first place. Um, So it's hard to imagine other people doing that or just even imagining the universe without him, even though he's not. there's no S.H.I.E.L.D. currently. And um, he's still around. He's still barking orders and telling people what to do. Um, it it still is hard to um, like. It's hard. It's hard um, to figure out where he would be because of like if you watch, go back and watch the Avengers movies and you see um, how he was giving orders. You know, Captain America and everything just felt good about that time. Uh, and about his role, you know, Chris Evans and so on, and he's not doing that anymore, but he's still around. It's like, do I want him to go back to being that, like, in S.H.I.E.L.D. or something in some capacity, giving orders to heroes, or do I want him working behind the scenes like he is in Secret Invasion and like he was in uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, and which was, you know, a scroll, but still, like, you know, um, yeah, I, I don't know what I want what I want out of him, but I do want to see him uh, still. Yeah, hundred percent. I definitely want to see him uh, back. Um, and obviously, like as I would imagine, as long as he's not done with the role, MCU is going to be like, yeah, let's bring you back. Um, 
there's no reason that I see that they would move on. Um, but as far as characters and actors that are moving on, uh, we've kind of talked about, you know, the characters from Guardians of the Galaxy that are already done or in the director in general. Like we talked about James Gunn is moving on to his new role at, with DC. Um, we know uh, Dave Bautista is no longer going to be part of MCU, and he just has other aspirations as an actor that he doesn't want to do this type of this role anymore. He wants to do different things. Um, there's new conversation now that Zoe Saldana will no will not return as Gamora uh, after this final movie, um, and I'm assuming that also means in general. Uh, even in the future movies for uh, when they do like Secret Wars. Um, yeah, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, like, it's not, I mean, it's, it was kind of like sad to hear, but at the same time, it's not completely surprising just because this whole movie kind of seems like, you know, a farewell tour for all, pretty much all these actors. And like, I won't be surprised if Chris Pratt is done. That's not like a, in general, I won't be surprised if Karen Gillian's done as well. Um, and Bradley Cooper, obviously, as well. Um, yeah, but what are your thoughts uh, as far with uh, Zoe Saldana's concern? Uh, first, I just want to get out the way. Um, I want to double back on something Guardians and Star-Lord related um, mm -hmm. after this part. So we'll just come back to this thought. Um, secondly, I will disclose that I have seen, I just came back from seeing Guardians mm -hmm. of the Galaxy Volume 3, and what I say is not going to spoil that movie whatsoever. We're going to stay focused on this um, article, and and like you said, and we've just led, um, one of the things is, is has already been publicly discussed uh, with Dave Bautista not wanting to come back and play Drax. He's already said that. That's not a spoiler for the movie. Um, I'm not saying what happens to the character in the movie, uh, whatsoever, you know, and now we've been waiting, we've been kind of speculating between the two of us, what Zoe Saldana wanted. And cause we haven't heard her say anything up until now with this interview, which is again, public information, uh, is by the Hollywood reporter. And this came out maybe, this was, uh, a week and a half ago. So, you know, if you want to read the full article, there's a lot to read here. Um, but yes, it does. And uh, towards the end, there's a, uh, I'll just read the quote here. It says, Batista has been vocal about this being the end of Guardians, the Guardians line for him as Zaldana feels the same way, uh, feels the same. The actress had expected to play Gamora in only one movie. And Gunn almost killed her off in volume two. And she says, quote, I don't think this is the end of the Guardians. It is the end for me, for Gamora, she says. So she is already saying she's done. So uh, one of those things uh, that has been coming out of this stuff is a lot of rumors of the guardians cast wanting to go and do something with dc so they can continue to work with james gunn because for the most part most of these actors don't want to do more movies uh it's not that they don't like the mcu or aren't appreciative or don't like the characters or they're some are tired in some respects they're tired like say dave batista they're tired of the makeup and all that 
but in other respects is that they love James Gunn so much as a creative, as a, the director, the producer, and all of these things that they want to follow him. Uh, and they want to work with him more. Uh, you have to remember that when Marvel, Disney, uh, fired James Gunn back a few years ago, uh, before you know they was about to work on Guardians 3, they actually had intentions to release uh, and make Guardians 3 just without James Gunn. But all of the actors with Chris Pratt, Zoe, mm -hmm. and Dave Bautista, they all said, no, we're not doing this without James Gunn. And it's because of their commitment to James Gunn, their love for him, and the fact that they did not ever want to make a Guardians movie without him because he's the heart, he is the heart and soul of the Guardians movies. Like James Gunn is the driving force and the reason why these movies uh, popped off and became... Uh, a huge franchise so they didn't want to work without him at all and he's the reason why he got they're the reason why he got hired back because that movie was this is a movie that i saw today would not have happened at all um if it wasn't for them or it wasn't yeah it wasn't for them sticking up for james gunn so they want to go or at least the rumor is that they want to work with him and at dc in some other capacity whether it be you know who knows you know whether they're in a starring role like new wonder woman i'm just throwing stuff out there i'm not saying anything particular but you know they want to do other things uh with james gunn because they enjoy working with him that much he's been that that instrumental to their um their time doing guardians of the galaxy yeah um that's that's likely as well for sure um yeah we'll see what happens with with the characters i'm gonna go watch it this weekend so uh we'll we'll find out um i'll find out what the movie's like I, um i haven't read any reviews but i've seen um like it was like 80 percent on rotten tomatoes um so not sure if that means anything or not we'll find out um but yeah i'm, well, before I'm excited move on, to watch this uh yeah before we move on i am uh I wanted to mention something else. I think I read it in this article. I'm trying to find it, but I can't quite um, locate it in here because I wanted to read it directly. Um, real quick, one more check. Uh, but basically, it was saying that um, as far as Star-Lord in particular, um, going back, so Again, they really wanted to work with James Gunn and they were and they they even when they were filming Infinity War and Endgame that although James Gunn was involved, he wasn't the director of the movie. So they were actually had intentions and directions to take the characters and do things um, differently than what had ended up on screen. And one of the reasons why uh, that changed is because actually like uh, like Palm Clementeff, who plays Mantis, and some of the other actors, they actually like were acting and going through these scenes and going through the scripts, and they actually called James Gunn and said, hey, they're trying to do this to this character, and they're trying to do that. And James Gunn is like, no, I would never. like This, this is not how I would want these characters to be portrayed. I don't want this to happen. So some of those things included, uh, which is very infamous at this point, but the whole um, Chris Pratt 
thing where he basically fumbles the bag and he's like the reason why they didn't uh you know defeat thanos right and everyone's pissed off like everyone's mad at star lord how could you ruin the plan everything was so perfect that was not a james gunn idea that was the everyone else basically and he said in this interview if he was writing this movie he would not have done that um he would not have had star lord be the one to, to mess everything up and then uh, there was uh something else as well um that they had some other intention i really wish i could read that part i was trying to find it in here but uh I'm, I'm, i lost it but that was one of the more notable things that it was like oh yeah they actually changed things and did things differently than what James Gunn would have done if he was basically, if he was directing infinity war um, and made the characterizations of the guardians characters, uh, unlike how he would have made them. So I don't know if, that, if you have any, any feelings towards that. Yeah. I mean, sure. Like, yeah. It's, uh, it's interesting to, to note that for sure. Um, but like I said, I'm, I'm excited to see what the movie is like, and maybe we'll get more understanding. I'm sure you probably have more understanding of what their characters are going to happen moving forward, what the characters happen moving forward, but I'm excited to find out as well. Um, so the next uh, tip, bit of news we have about uh, from CinemaCon, they talked about, uh, there was a trailer for the Hunger Games that was released uh, the Ballad of Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Um, there's an official trailer, so we're gonna play that trailer first, and then we will talk about them uh, or give our thoughts about the trailer afterwards. I am honored to introduce to you the creator of the Hunger Games themselves, Dean Casca Highbottom. I have summoned you all here for the 10th annual reaping ceremony, in which we choose two children from each district to fight to the death in the Hunger Games. From District 12, Lucy Gray Bear. There has been a change this year. As a mentor, Mr. Snow, your role is to turn these children into spectacles, not survivors. What does my mentor do besides bring me roses? I do my best to take care of you. You really want to take care of me in that arena? Start by thinking I can actually win. I'm Lucky Flickerman, first ever host of The Hunger Games. Enjoy the show. Bye. Four. Enjoy the show. Three. Two. Enjoy the show. Run. Enjoy the show. What happens in there? Fueled with the terror of becoming prey. See how quickly we become predator? See how quickly civilization disappears? There's a natural goodness built into us all. We can step across that line into evil or not. You hear that, boy? It's the sound of snow falling. 
wonderful that we all get to be here for someone's final performance. It's not just about winning. Everything is about winning. You monsters! All of you! <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that is the trailer for Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, which is actually the name of the uh, of the movie, uh, one of the books. I think the f- first books, or, uh, no, no, I think the series is called that, and then the, each movie is called, book is called something else. Um, so yeah, that that is the trailer and this obviously is a prequel to the original three movies that they made with uh, jennifer lawrence four movies sorry that they made with jennifer lawrence and uh so katniss everdeen is not in these movies but supposedly um like her her grandmother um is supposedly rumored to be in here uh mod her character is mod ivory who lives in district 12 or something like that apparently uh that was rumored there um the trailer itself looks interesting like it looks similar to like the hunger games as far as like the feel and everything to it it doesn't seem like they've changed much as far as the theme uh of the of the original three movies the way they depicted it on screen that is um yeah, I mean, I'll probably check it out just because I I did enjoy the first uh, four movies, uh, the original four movies that they had made. Um, I thought those were fun. I never read the books personally, but yeah, the I, I did enjoy the movies. Uh, what were your thoughts on that trailer? Yeah, um, I didn't notice it until now because a lot of the memories of watching these uh, movies is flooding back just a little bit, little bit at a time but they said mr snow like the guy with the curly hair and the jacket whatever i'm mm-hmm. like isn't he like the older guy in the other movies i'm like i think that's the case i'm looking at some comments here on youtube i think he is um so i think it's just uh the younger version of that same character that's the older man mm-hmm. and the um uh the katniss movies but yeah like i said there's no katniss this is a a, a prequel and um it looks okay, like to me. Like I was a huge fan of the Hunger Games, uh, the first two movies. Like a huge fan. I, um, I had them all on Blu-ray. Had uh, past tense. I don't have them anymore um, because I hated the last two movies so much. Like they were really bad to me. But um, I still I don't like, remember the last two. Maybe that's why I was saying there was only three. I, I thought I think I watched the third one, and maybe that one was kind of forgettable. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the. I really did like the first two, and maybe that's why I didn't thought there was only three because I only watched three of them. Yeah, the first the the first two are great. The Mockingjay Part One is the third movie. Mockingjay Part One is basically a two hour long um, teaser for Part Two. So it's it's 
they literally don't do anything and it's even got commercials like in the movie advertising what's going to happen in the next movie within the movie like it's kind of it's just it was just a terrible movie um and then the last movie which i don't remember a ton about but it was definitely better than mocking j part one um but still wasn't that great uh, of an ending for me personally i think the first two movies were great the first movie like if they had stopped with that one it would have been fine it just would have been a, like a classic movie and just been it but with these books going on as long as they did and having so much uh so many different titles they just kept adapting so i don't blame them for making more movies to make more money but uh in general um i think this trailer is okay it doesn't look again it doesn't look awful i do again i don't know anything about the lore of this uh prequel so i don't know mm -hmm. uh what year is it supposed to take place or how much time is in between um the the first movie and this um i do see like all this old timey like fashions and the trains and stuff um this is the first hunger game so they don't have the big dome and all of the super advanced technology but there still is like some advanced technology uh in there so i'm very curious in how how that works and and to what limit will they have because the uh you know the the other movies they're like ridiculous uh in in terms of um advanced technology and how they uh, uh implement all of the different traps and, and stuff like that so uh, this will be interesting in the very least uh, just to see how different it is from those the later movies or the earlier movies. But yeah, it doesn't particularly excite me, just only to the point where I remember liking this franchise a lot. So I'm like, I kind of have to check this out just out of obligation and hope that it's good. You know? Right. Um, yeah, we'll find out. Um, I don't really have any other thoughts on it. Did you? Uh no, yeah, that's about it. Like, I don't know. Um, like, I don't know. Like we said, with Katniss's grandmother or whatever, I don't know any of that stuff. So, uh, I read that I passingly on online uh, that it might be she might be in there. So I don't know if they'll mention her or not, or like her or since his grandmother probably not. They'll mention Katniss, but I'm not sure they'll ever they'll mention like anything to do with uh, like Katniss's mom or dad or anything like that so we'll find out um but the last thing we have uh about that we want to talk about is they released dune 2 part 2 trailer uh so we'll play the trailer first and then we'll talk about the trailer uh, and give our thoughts on it it's breathtaking when you see sand here imagine water if you dive in you can't reach the bottom you dive in yes it's called swimming I don't, I don't believe you. In the shadows of Arrakis lie many secrets. But the darkest of them all may remain. The end of House Atreides. Your father didn't believe in revenge. What if Paul Atreides were still alive?
Have you ever had a dream about your first ride? Don't try to impress anyone. You're brave, we all know that. Be simple. Be direct. Nothing fancy. I understand. Nothing fancy. You will never lose people on trainings. We gave them something to hope for. That's not hope! May thy knife chip and shatter. So that's a trailer for Dune 2, um, or Part 2. Uh, so my original thoughts is to not take anything from this trailer at all because, like, the first trailer when they when they remember they made the first movie, the trailer you were expecting uh, a certain type of movie, and like the characters that they showed, obviously in the trailer, we were we were thinking that you know these characters will be throughout the movie, like like Zendaya's barely in the first movie, right? And and the, and the trailer makes it sound like she's a big part of the movie, and then the same with. Uh, Bill, uh, Bill uh, Skarsgård, we think he's a big part of the movie, but he's not. He has a very small scene. I think like maybe one scene that he's in. And I'm assuming those characters will be more prominent in the, in the second movie. Um, and obviously we see other new characters added, like Florence Pugh. Um, she wasn't in the first one. She's been added to this movie. Um, I did not see Jason Momoa in this trailer. Didn't he die in the first um, one? Did he? Oh, I can't remember. I think I need did. to rewatch that. It's been a it's been a while since I watched it. Um, so I think there was like that whole that one fight scene. Yeah, he was like fighting like dozens of dudes at one time, and didn't he die? Oh, did he? Okay, okay, maybe he did. I can't I can't remember. I'll have to I have to rewatch the first one again um, before this one comes out, uh, so I can have a refresher of of this movie. Um, but yeah. Um, like I said, I mean the the, the trailer like it looks similar. Uh, there's something new I noticed too. Like I don't remember in the first movie them wearing that thing in their nose. I don't know if that's supposed to help them breathe. I guess maybe. Um, I don't remember them wearing those in the first movie. Uh, when they're outside, I don't. But then again, I don't remember them being outside too much in the first movie. Like in the end, like in this in the in like the desert e area. Um, so maybe yeah, that towards, towards the end of the movie, they it. had that they fought that one sandworm thing, um, which is what I assume he's riding on in this trailer. They, they they probably found one for him, and uh, you know he's riding or whatever. Which I think there's actually a lot of footage of that in this trailer, which is kind of throwing me off. Uh, which is you know just to go back to what you were saying, there's a lot of misleading things in the trailer. 
they kind of focused a lot on that uh, for maybe like half of the trailer, just this stuff in the desert with uh, Zendaya and um, Timothy Chalamet, like those two characters in the desert and that interaction. That's probably the beginning of the movie and probably not going to see that much, uh, but they put a lot of it in the trailer. So uh, yeah, like to your point, um, also, by the way, I'm looking at the trailer, uh, the the description. I don't see uh, Jason Momoa's name on here whatsoever. So I do think he did die in the first movie, if I remember correctly, because he's not listed here at all. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll be interesting what they do um, with the movie in general. Like I said, I, I'd imagine some of these other characters that were like what we saw glimpses of in the first movie they'll be more prominent in this one um and like because i enjoyed the first movie overall um like I, I didn't think it was like fantastic like i know a lot of people really really loved it i thought it was good like i didn't think it was like i, I didn't i didn't love it because i just thought there was a lot of like slow paced parts um in the first movie oh, yeah. not a lot but there were man i don't know if it was a yeah, lot but there was, was definitely yeah it, it was definitely like it was definitely like hard so it was like all right what's going on let's go <laughs> wrap this up <laughs> uh, but but it was a good movie still uh like i said uh, and i'm sure maybe this one will be a little bit more fast paced cuz there might be a, more meats and potatoes as far as compared to the first one because obviously the first one is kind of just kind of a teaser in a sense too so yeah, we'll we'll see. Did you have any other thoughts on Dune or any other yeah, thoughts before we wrap just up in, in general? In general, like I'm not a huge like I don't read that stuff. I never watched any of the Dune movies before that. Um, mm -hmm. And this one from 2021, I wasn't crazy about either um, for all the reasons that you mentioned. But um, this this trailer doesn't do anything for me personally. Now I've only watched the Dune movie once, and I think like one of the appeals of it, or at least uh, based on what I can tell, is people really love the lore of Dune as well as a. I, I can see why people would like Dune just like for costume designs and the world and stuff like that. That type of thing that they're really into seeing all these different, you know, all the fashions and stuff. Um, and it's just worth like investing because some people just like that. Like it, it can, some people like a simplistic world or simplistic design. Some people like really complicated stuff and it just really does it for them. So I can see that being a thing that people are into for this sort of movie. But for me, like I like it, but it doesn't, it doesn't stimulate me. So um, if I watch Dune again, which I might, um, watch it again before watching this movie just to get caught up. Um, because again, there was a lot of lore. It's just like I said, it was kind of more the delivery of it was so slow paced and a little, little, little on the boring side for me that it wasn't uh, something that I could just gravitate to. Um, but perhaps on a second watch through, I can get a little bit more into it and um and get dig deeper and maybe enjoy this movie a little bit more but yeah zendaya needs to be in the movie a lot more than she was in the first one for sure that was like the biggest disappointment yeah. it just sounds crazy just because Zendaya was doing so many uh promotions for the movie like she was promoting the movie as much as timmy uh, timothy chalamet but she's in it like about tenth of a percent compared to him 
<laughs> like, like, like he's in it throughout the movie, like a big, big part of the movie. But then she's barely in it. But they were equally promoting the movie, so it made you also. That also made you think that she's in this a lot, but she wasn't. She was like in it, uh, in his like it was like his visions essentially. That's what right, she was. Yeah. It wasn't like even her having like lines or a role or anything whatsoever. It was just her. His she, he kept having visions of her um, in the movie. So yeah, we'll see. Um, did you have any other thoughts as we get get ready to get out of here? That's a wrap for me. Cool. Um, really quick, I did. I forgot to mention uh, that I did have a couple other things. So the. I, the, obviously, right now there's that big writers' strike going on with the Writers Guild, um, and obviously a lot of movies and stuff are going to get affected for the, because of that. Uh, especially movies that are going to be coming out in the in the future for various other things. Uh, but I did notice that I guess James Gunn finished writing his uh, Superman Legacy, uh, so I mean I guess that won't be affected by it, uh, the writers' strike. Uh, which I'm 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 for the writers because I'm always for the working class. Like I mean, I know people will kind of don't think about Hollywood writers as like you know a working class, but they are. They don't like you know like obviously there's definitely different pay scales and things people get. Um, a lot of these writers are like they're like kind of contracted, and you know sometimes people say oh they make this much a month, but it's not like a guaranteed salary because they could only be contracted for like a couple of months. It's not like it's a yearly guaranteed salary that this is how much you're going to get paid and you're getting paid a lot and whatever. But, you know, and, and, and that also discounts any like fee, like taxes and other things that they have to pay off of their salary and regardless. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's unfair. A lot of these writers that are even on the lower scale, you know, they're barely getting paid for their work. Like, you know, when they get residuals, they're getting like 50 cent checks for things that they had a big prominent on that, you know, that's continuously getting played. And that's not, that's unfair. You know, they should be getting paid their fair share. So, but not to get too much into that, but like, yeah, I just noticed that. Um, And then two other things, I don't know how big, are you a big uh, Cloverfield fan? I'll say what? Cloverfield? Where did you ever? Cloverfield. Really oh, um, no, I hate Cloverfield with passion. Oh, you did? Okay. Well, so, so the movie is currently in work in works. Um, and they had a website before that. Uh, it was like a franchise viral website to kind of use some marketing tool for previous installments. Um, but that's come back online at that because it was dormant for a while and it could have a lot of w- clues and things about the movie. So um that's an interesting so is this like a reboot movie or a a sequel um i'm not completely aspect um they haven't released a lot of information that i've seen uh but they're starting to you know wrap up some marketing things for it a little bit little and that website um is one of it Uh, let me take a look yeah, while you're looking at that, yeah, I um I remember I think I saw Cloverfield by myself. Um, I can't remember, but um I did not like the whole camera perspective thing and it just was constantly moving, you know, they're running away or they're at the party or stuff like that. 
I hated that movie so much specifically for that. Um, and then they didn't really like they showed the monster, but they didn't really. And I guess that's like the whole point of it. But still, um, I, I really would not I, just for the camera shake alone. I, I don't even want to watch Cloverfield again. I know they had that Cloverfield Lane movie, which is supposed to be a, like a kind of a sequel, but not directly. I, I don't remember, but I, I never watched that one. Right. So I get. So my mistake on that it is it is a um, fourth installment. Like so, it's like part four, essentially Cloverfield Four. Uh, so it's continuing the other one, the existing movies, essentially. So um, I only said two. What's the other one? I don't remember there being a third. Yeah, there's a third one. Hold on. Yeah, I have no idea. I remember Cloverfield, Cloverfield Lane that had uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead and um, uh, what's his name? I can't remember. It came out Cloverfield Paradox. Yeah, so the Cloverfield Paradox. Yeah, so it's the Cloverfield Paradox. It was the third one um, that came out in 2018. Um, so, yeah, this one they're working on is the fourth one that's coming out in 23. Well, set to come out this year, I guess. So, uh, they, like I said, they, I just thought it was interesting. They relaunched that website that was dormant. Um, and then the last thing I had was, I think we talked about this before, that they're doing an alien TV series. Um, we may have mentioned passing on FX. Yeah, uh, but they, they cast their leading character, uh, Sidney Chandler, is going to be uh, the lead in Noah Hawley's alien TV series. Um, that, I didn't see a lot of uh, other information about it. And when I looked at her uh, IMDb, I didn't really see a lot of notable things on there, so she might be a maybe a newly, newly, uh, you know, someone that hasn't worked a lot in the industry. Uh, but I thought that was noteworthy. Um, but yeah, that's about all I have. Uh, for for me, the noteworthy thing about that is that Noah Howley is is writing, directing it, whatever. Um, mm -hmm. If they're responsible, they're the same person that did the Legion show. So um, mm -hmm. I have. I wouldn't say faith in them because I don't, I don't know how they respond to uh, Alien, like how they would write that. But I know they have a good track record because of Legion's an excellent show that I still highly recommend. I've said this for several years. If you haven't watched Legion, it's on Hulu. You should definitely watch Legion. Yeah, it's a really good show. Um, it it's like a darker. Uh, I mean, not to say that X Men is light, but it's 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 really it's really well done. Um, definitely would check that out. Uh, but yeah, that's a wrap for everything uh, for today. We will be back next week. Uh, but yeah, definitely check out all the other things that the Baromesso offer. Uh, we're talking about all the different various Chicago sports teams. Uh, obviously, the, a lot of conversation right now with the Bears, with the draft that just happened. There's a lot of uh, uh, reviews on the draft itself and the different players that the Bears selected. I think, you know, obviously we'll find out what else the Bears do with the Jan June 1st cuts coming up because uh, GM Ryan Poles does have to slow uh, fill out that 
rest of his cap space, like there's a minimum amount of salary he has to spend uh, generally uh, before, I think it, it has to happen like before like March next year. So he's definitely going to spend it. Well, we just don't know on whom. Uh, there, there's going to be like cuts and stuff like that that happen that usually happen in June 1st with other teams. Uh, so I'm, it'll be interesting to look out for who he signs there. Uh, but yeah, if you also miss our uh, previous episodes, check us out on the Barroom Network on YouTube and also on any uh, audio uh, platforms for, that you listen to your podcast on, which is like on Spotify or Apple. Uh, and then all the minor ones do that, whatever that you might listen to. But yeah, that's a wrap for us. We will see you guys next time.